Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. See, your body is really not you. It's a house you live in. Remember what Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5, 1? For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building not made with hands eternal in the heavens. Six, seventh, and eighth verses he said, For we know that while we're at home in the body, see house, home, in the body, we're absent from the Lord. Seventh verse, we walk by faith, not by sight. Eighth verse, we're confident and willing, rather, therefore, to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. It's the inward man that's born again. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, Healing Belongs to Us by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Now, see, some think, I'm talking about supernatural gifts, supernatural manifestation, and why we miss it. We get our minds on that, you see. Some people think if someone's a prophet, he's a seer, and of course he is, and he knows everything. However, we need to realize the gifts of the Spirit are not in operation all the time, but only as the Spirit wills. One minister is talking to me about another minister. He said, Brother Hagin, something about this bothers me. I, I had not, I don't think at that time ever been into that man's services or anything. Something about it bothers me. Well, I said, what is it? Well, it's supposedly the word of knowledge operating, see, a revelation. And he said, I, I, I talked to him. He says he can just turn it off and on any time he wants to. I said, well, it's not the Bible gift then. I'd be leery of it. It's not the Bible gift. It's not the Holy Ghost. Are you listening to me? You can't just turn him on and off when you want to. It is as the Spirit wills. Now, you know just as well as I know, Gehazi was Elisha's servant. And although he knew that Elisha was a man of God who had supernatural manifestations in his life, he knew that the word of God, the word of knowledge, which is a revelation gift, that's what was manifested here, operated only occasionally through him. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been foolish enough to try to lie to Elisha. He would have known that he couldn't get by with it. He said to him, when he asked him, where did you go? He said, I went nowhere, my master. Now, we should stay open for manifestations of the Spirit of God, but we don't have to wait for the supernatural manifestation to be delivered from anything that's wrong with us. Blessed be God, we can act upon God's Word. Now, you see, a lot of times we have supernatural manifestations and then people who don't know the Bible, and that's the reason we need to clear these things up, they'll get all confused, you know. I was preaching in March of 1950 down in East Texas in Kilgore, Texas in the First Assembly of God Church where at that time Brother Noble Bigham was pastor. He's gone to be with the Lord since then. And so I'm ministering to the sick by the laying on hands. Now see, that was before the Lord had appeared to me in August of 1950 in that vision or September in that vision in Rockwall, Texas. See, this is March of 1950. But from the time that I was baptized with the Holy Ghost, I would have supernatural, this, this word of knowledge would manifest itself as the Spirit wills. And so I'm ministering to the sick by the laying on of hands. You know, just because the Bible said so. Praise God. And so we come to this man when I lay hands up. Well, I ask him first of all because I'd inquire of them what's wrong with him. If there's a Christian, this man was saved, baptized, the Holy Ghost, a member of this of the First Assembly of God Church in Kilgore, Texas. 
What's the matter with him? Well, he said uh, the doctor showed him an x-ray. He had a cluster of ultras in his stomach as big as a wasp's nest. Worked for, him for one of the oil companies there. And the oil field, you know, was still much stronger and bigger than it is today. It's, you know, they pumped the oil out. And he said uh, he couldn't go back to the work to see it unless the doctors gave him a clean bill of health. So he'd been off from work for two years and he wouldn't submit to an operation. Now then they're fearful that he's run into cancer of the stomach. Well, I said, the Lord will heal him. You know, we've got inside information. Isn't that wonderful? Matthew 8, 17 said himself took our infirmity and by our sickness. This man's a full gospel. Yeah, I know that. Praise God, I'll be healed too. Well, I laid hands on him. Now, the minute I laid hands on him, I had a manifestation of the word of knowledge, a supernatural revelation. I knew that his body was oppressed by an evil spirit. I knew I had to cast the spirit out of his body. Now, again, if you're not careful, you'll get confused if you don't listen carefully. Because, see, somebody would say, well, now this man's born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking to other tongues, member of full gospel church. You mean he's got a devil in him? Maybe i got one in me. And then there they go, the devil, you see, holding high carnival. No, I stopped and explained it to people. I said, you see, you might live on a certain street here in town, in a certain house. The house you live in, somebody said, you know, that old house is nearly 100 years old. Somebody else said, that house has got termites in it. Well, that don't mean you've got termites in you. See, your body is really not you. It's a house you live in. You know what Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5.1? For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building not made with hands eternal in the heavens. Six, seventh, and eighth verses he said, for we know that while we're at home in the body, see house, home, in the body, we're absent from the Lord. Seventh verse, we walk by faith, not by sight. Eighth verse, we're confident and willing, rather therefore, to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. It's the inward man that's born again. And he don't have any devil in him. Do you ever deal with these spirits and demons and so on? Do you ever cast them out? Do you ever, ever no, no, I've never cast one out of a Christian spirit yet. Nobody else has. They're not in the spirit. Do you ever notice where they are? They're either in the body or in their mind. See, your mind's not your spirit. In the soul realm, the mind or the emotional part of man, which is his soul, not his spirit. It's his spirit that's born again. You know, your soul's not born again. Your soul can be renewed and it can be saved if you'll meditate on God's word till you get it renewed. But you see, so many have it, so the devil will play high carnival in their minds a lot of times and in their bodies. And so when I explained that to people, then I laid my hands again the second time on the man. I'm going to cast this thing out of him. And when I did, I had a word of knowledge. See, I knew by the word of knowledge, first of all, what's wrong with him. Then I knew I had uh, the word of knowledge came in a different manifestation next time. This time, you just knew it when you touched him on the inside of you by inward revelation. This time, I saw. I saw, just like I see you sitting out there. What I call a mini-vision, M-I-N-I, vision. I saw him. I knew it was two nights before. I saw him in bed with his wife up in the front bedroom. It was midnight. He couldn't sleep. He got up and walked through the house. I saw him walking through the house. And on the back porch is what we down in Texas call a sleeping porch, screened-in back porch. And in the bad weather, you know, had canvas it to cover the screen with, you know, and to sort of cover it. And there's a bed there. He fell across that bed. And he was rolling from one side to the other, just a holding his stomach. He's burning like fire. Then I knew by the Spirit of God also that something else was troubling. I knew what it was. So I said to him, now if I miss it, just speak up and say, you missed it. Because you know, I'm human. I could miss it. But that don't mean that God missed it. That don't mean that you're wrong just because you missed it. Because if that's the case, then everybody in this room's wrong. Because sometime or another you missed it. 
Amen. Are you listening to me? But I said, uh, now two nights ago, at midnight, you were in the front bedroom of your house. You couldn't sleep. And so you got up and walked to the house, fell across the bed. You have a sleeping porch across the back part of your house. And you fell across the bed. You're just rolling, groaning from side to side of the bed, holding your stomachs are burning like fire. And then I said something else bothering you. Your conscience is bothering you because I said to the pastor standing there by me, I said, I don't want to embarrass you, intimidate you, but you're saved, baptized, Holy Ghost, been a member of this church for a number of years. You've never paid tithes. You do not pay tithes. You've never paid tithes. He said, no, no, I haven't. I said, that's one thing about you. See, not only was your, your stomach a burning, your conscience was hurting you. Now, you see, I can't minister to you. What are you going to do? Are you going to obey God or you're not going to obey God? He said, I'm going to pay my tithes. I'm going to obey God. I cast that thing out of him. Told him to go home and eat a T-bone steak. He hadn't had anything to eat for two years except baby food. He went home, ate a two-bone steak. Went to the doctors, x-rayed his stomach. The cluster of ulcers had disappeared. He's back on the job next week. Now, here's why I want you to show you people miss it. Now then, some folks came, said, now that couldn't have been God. See, they didn't say it to me, they said it to the pastor. Because, you know, just the third one, I happen to know, the third one down there didn't pay tithes either. He never said anything about him. If that was God, don't you know God knew that? Well, sure, God knows everybody. Well, don't you know God knew everybody that was lying in Israel? But he never told off on but one of them. Gehazi, did he? I said, did he? Are you following me? No, I never ministered to another person in that line that way. Now, why didn't you? Spirit of God didn't inspire me or lead me to do so or manifest himself. And if he does not manifest himself, there's no use you trying. In other words, you can't just make it work for everybody. Elisha couldn't make it work for everybody. You can't just push a button or pull a lever and it'll start working. It operates as the Spirit wills. Now, healing belongs to us. It isn't just a matter of prayer. It isn't just a matter of some spiritual gift in operation. Healing belongs to us because it's been provided for us by the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I endeavor to help sick people understand this. I want them to get healed one way or another either by supernatural manifestation of the Spirit of God, as he might manifest himself through me or someone else, or by getting God's Word into them so that faith will rise up in their hearts. Then when I do lay hands on them and pray, through our mutual faith, they will receive healing. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, Let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. And we have a tremendous offer that I want to talk about. Here is a, a CD by my dad, he, Healing Faith. And then my book, Executing the Basics of Healing. Now this goes back and it begins to deal with all that, what healing is all about and how it comes about and and, and kind of a foundation yeah, for healing. Yeah, a foundation for healing. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I deal with uh, brushing up on the basics. In other words, understanding healing is what that is. Yes. And then dealing with the subject of God's will to heal. And then talking about that the Lord is the healer. Mm -hmm. 
And then I talked about that healing belongs to the it belongs to God's creation. Yes. And I talk about methods of healing. And then I talk about a subject that many people need to realize, and then that I say God's medicine. And this yes. is God's medicine, That's the Word right. of God. It says so in the Word. Yes. But this is the Bible Healing Study Course. We've had this for years. It's one of our, one of the I put together from my dad's teaching. It's been oh my goodness oh oh in the seventies in the seventies. It's <laughs> a it's a it's got in the back. It's got questions. It's got lessons, uh, and you can uh, you, this can be used in a study course. Yes. It can be used in a in, there's a, there's what 22, 22 different lessons mm -hmm. here. This would be really good it's an for awesome study course. Uh, mm -hmm. Awesome uh, small group study group. Yes. Uh, uh, actually, uh, uh, a Bible class mm -hmm. at church. Mm -hmm. uh, I've even known some pastors to do this on Wednesday night and eat, mm -hmm. get everybody in the congregation get a book yes. and he'd teach on it. And then they'd answer all the questions. And of course, this book would go right along with that, and so would this. Now, this is normally is normally a uh, thirty-three ninety. You might as well say thirty-four dollars. That's right. But we're offering it for twenty-four ninety-five. That's an eight dollars and ninety-five cents. Yeah, and and th th this is this. If you want to know about healing, right yes. here, this package right here. If you want to know about healing. It'll tell you all about healing. My book, Dad's study book, and his one CD on healing faith. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Make plans to join us next week at the same time and station for more of the series, Healing Belongs to Us by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week, here on Rhema for Today, with Ken and Lynette Hagan.